Are you ready? The Cornelia Stephanie Show. Wake up to love your call to action. Join Cornelia as she empowers others to live heaven on earth. Cornelia teaches listeners how to be the authority over yourself, embracing your inner guru. Feel yourself uplifted into limitless expansion, integrating ease and grace in a changing world. This show will cover topics such as unconditional love, your physical body, how to be in extraordinary relationships, create financial and emotional wealth, embracing entrepreneurship in the new earth. Hello, everyone. Cornelia here. It's an honor and a pleasure to be with you. And I'm with my beautiful cohort, Nina Curry. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Cornelia. I'm so excited to be here. Hello, everyone. Good. Yes, we're live on Facebook today. And also, this is our first uh, podcast episode of Stepping into Feminine Divinity. And this yes. is part one. We, we talked in the introduction, as a woman, our deepest desire is to be heard, to be seen, to be honored and appreciated in our full glory. We begin that first with ourselves, that we see it in ourselves, that we command it in ourselves, and that we hear our inner voice and honor the value within ourselves. This is the core message of our joint podcast here. Our vision is for every woman to take ownership of her divine power and value and embody the feminine divinity and become fiercely sovereign in the new earth. I love that. <laughs> yes, that's what, that's what you and I are up to. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, and so part of, uh, do you, do you want to introduce a little bit, let's introduce a little bit of your background just give a you know a quick introduction of you and your background and what people can expect with this podcast what we're planning on doing i'd like to talk about that so that they can put it on their calendar because we're going to be coming back and i think we're going to do like 11 parts or something like that mm -hmm. however parts we're going to do but all to take us into an online event where then the women that are part of this experience together with us, they can then uh, join us in our online event and they're going to uh, also you know, claim their divine power as well. Absolutely. So hello everyone, my name is Mina Puri. I am currently an Ayurvedic practitioner, spiritual mentor. Um, I've also been called healer, although I think I'm, I facilitate the healing and I'm an author, meditation teacher, and I'm so excited to be here with Cornelia. And, you know, for the longest time I've been, I have uh, heard comments from my clients and students saying you should do something separate for women. You should really do a women's circle and things like that. I have a lot of women clients, but I also work very well with male clients. And I resisted uh, segregating the male and female because the part of stepping into your feminine divinity is exactly that. 
it does not involve the counterpart. It doesn't involve the male. It's not a competition. It's not either or. So for that reason, I shied away from really embarking on this topic until I could grasp and understand it a bit more deeply myself. So with Cornelia and I, where the podcast really is about, just like Cornelia said, is to for each woman to step into their own feminine power. When I use the word feminine divinity, there's something very inherent, very God-given in it that we many times forget in trying to match up our uh, life with the externally imposed expectations or conditioning. We forget that there is a God-given power inherent in every woman that there's not, it's not a fight with anybody. It's literally to take ownership of that, make it yours, step into it. And that, that asks that we really understand how to listen to our voice. What really that means, how, what does listening to your voice means? And how really understanding your own worth and value and what that means, because every corner, these days, women are at a crossroads, whether there is uh, trying to fight for equal rights in the workplace and in the external world, whether it's trying to balance home and family at home, whether it's trying to meet that grandmother's, the generational past conditioning about what it is mean, what it means to be a, a good mother, a good wife, a good sister, et cetera, et cetera. So women have so many expected roles that they're expected to fill. It's no wonder, it's no wonder that we have lost what's already ours. It's no wonder that we have gotten so overwhelmed in trying to figure out what it is that we want. Who are we? Who are we and what is that God-given power, value and worth that we have that if we can get a glimpse of it and connect with it and how we can very effortlessly ease that or diffuse that into our way of being in the world, way of being at home, way of being in relationships, and most important relationship, how you are with it yourself. So it's a, you know, this topic is going to be deep and we're going to be unraveling as we have discussion about it. We don't have it formulated that we're going to talk about this, this or this. We are also discovering it in our own experiences. And we're just going to have a conversation, perhaps provoke thought, perhaps ask you to think a little deeper, perhaps ask those right questions, which many times we are afraid to ask. Let's ask the right questions. Let's take a moment to ponder and wonder and figure out who we truly are. How do we tap into that? How do we connect to that? And I think if we can do that, even lean into that, we're going to, you know, we're going to create a better world. Yes. If women are the creators of the world. If women can step into their power, the world becomes powerful. It's just simply, it's that simple. When all women are in their power, yeah. no child will go hungry in the world. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's what, oh, that yeah. just gives me the chills. It just gives me the chills. So it's, this is what this is about. This work that we're doing. Mm -hmm. I just want to tell you, Mina, I'm so grateful that I'm here today with you and the work that you've done on yourself, the work that you're doing in the world, mm -hmm. all the countless of people that you've helped along the way 
to uh, attain higher states of consciousness and experience well-being in the physical body. And that really is what being in your divine feminine power also is from the strong spiritual integrity, right? Mm -hmm. There's that integrity, but then also of taking care of the physical vessel that houses our spirit. So my work for the last, uh, I want to say in particular, a little bit more than a decade now, I have been uh, developed working on my own eternal and internal healing and soul embodiment. Mm -hmm. And part of that, I came in with some very, very deep wounds to clear karma, uh, to clear and lots of shadow work to do. And so basically you could call me, you could call me a high priestess. You could call me an inner shaman. You could call me um, a mystic with how I approach the shadow work and then how I approach the source energy work, returning everything back to the zero point energy. But that's not just from the spiritual standpoint, it's also from the mental standpoint where we have uh, been conditioned with negative limiting beliefs all of our life long. That's the mental body. And then the emotional body, which I developed my own healing modality. Lots of mm-hmm. people, they heal through you know learning about other healing modalities that are, that are there. I personally have developed my own, and that is emotional processing, processing emotions, so that when a person gets triggered and you know the, uh, how mm-hmm. to go deeper into the wound and get return that wound back to its natural state from um, that, that higher consciousness and from basically from the aspect of the Divine Mother. So absolutely you know, from that place. So that's the emotional body and the mental body the spiritual body is always, uh, you know, bringing source back into that moment, mm-hmm. even when the shadow is completely activated. And the shadow may be uh, the one, the shadow part that may be activated, may be the one that is deeply, deeply wounded, mm-hmm. and also um, like very ashamed or feeling not worthy and not good enough, feeling abandoned whatever whatever that shadow part is mm-hmm. that, yeah. that shadow is that's i always say that you know your gifts lie in the shadow absolutely that's, absolutely that's where the gifts are so this has been my work and that basically means it, it's been all encompassing to heal my physical body to heal mm-hmm. my life to uh, know that i belong here in this new earth that i have reborn given birth to myself time and time and time again while at the same time dying many deaths along the way letting go letting go letting go letting go right and so for me the divine feminine is is very sacred and it's a it's been a very very important part of my own healing and that and that of the work that i've done over this last past decade with countless and countless of people through retreats and online seminars and then also the uh, podcasting that I do within the Cornelia Stephanie Media Group, which I am also the founder, and you are a part of that group as well. And I'm so grateful that we connected and that now we're doing this work together at a very, very, very important time because as we can see, as we're moving forward, you know, the whole, with the whole, even the COVID state, Mm -hmm. that we have to make sure that our number one priority is our healing and that is of the physical body raising our immune system and really being strong spiritually being having a high a high immune 
system mm -hmm. and then operating from that place and where there's no fear. So, you know, something that I want to point out just again, it's, I just want to point out to our listeners, you see how Cornelia and I got together and Cornelia just shared with you all the healing that she has done. My story is no different. I have done, that's all I have done. Healing work, stories are different, but the same, same end result, same processes that I've gone through, through different stories. And what I want to point out that it's simply that what we are doing today, it's a possible because of what we have gone through. What we are doing today, it's possible because when we, when you do an individual healing work, mark my word, you never do it for yourself. I can guarantee you that. When the healing comes through one person, it is meant for the entire world, wherever, however far we can spread. And I have never, you know, I have a lot of, you know, certificates and degrees and learning and all of that. But none of that can ever replace my personal experiences. As I share with my clients, I said, I've been to back, I've been to hell and back to teach you this. It is not in the book because everything I teach is personally experienced. I have rebirthed myself again and again and again and again and continue to refine the being that I'm meant to be. And if it's really because of that, that I came in touch, that I um, found Cornelia, you know, with all the work that she has done, it's, it's, it was like a natural thing that happened. But I had no idea that I was going to be talking with this amazing woman. And it's, this is what happens. This is what happens. You are led to when we begin to heal, the process never stops. You continue to heal, 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 heal. And I really want everyone who's listening to remember that it is because of the wounding. It is because of the trauma. It is because of all the difficulties that each one of us may have gone through, that we have gone through, that we get to shine. And I, you know, you're, you're so profound with the things that you say, Mina. I mean, I've seen you do this in our group meetings. I've seen you, the things that come out of your mouth when you're speaking, <laughs> I know it is of the highest intelligence because it's so profound. It's such truth, what you're saying, that it's like, there's like a billion like check marks going off at the same time going, yes, mm -hmm. yes, 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 yes. All very fast uh, with what you're talking about the work that you do on yourself you know like a lot of people they think that they have to be in service in a certain way mm -hmm. when basically they already are in service by working on themselves and bringing yeah. their own healing uh into balance and into harmony that in itself is the frequency that is changing the world and that absolutely. is absolutely yeah absolutely Pretty much you know what we're seeing in today's society Mm -hmm. the, um, many people that are waking up today in 2012 we were still hiding behind circles women's circles you know on i know are you kidding me we could have never had this conversation right we were yeah. we were still hiding and we were still not um it was not okay at that time still mm -hmm. even to be to be coming out and to be heard because 
in our past lives, we used to lose our lives for sharing our wisdom, for sharing Absolutely. our medicine, for sharing our voice. And right now in our physical body, that cell memory, if you're, if you're still frightened of, you know, it's coming from that. Yeah. It's coming from that. Mm -hmm. A lot of the trauma is the energy it gets passed on from our prior lives. Not only that, uh, it gets passed on from generation to generation, mother wounds. You know, especially women are so susceptible to that. It's the women that really teach the children and the younger generation how to be, how it is, how you should be. And without questioning, we adapt that. And sometimes it's not even a direct teaching, but you pick it up. You pick it up from the behavior and you assume that's the way to be. And, you know, remember that anytime, you know, when we are getting conditioned, we're getting messages from all the sides. You're getting messages from family, from the community. You're getting messages from watching movies. You're getting messages from the media. So the mind never thinks that there is another way of being. So we just buy into that. And and actually, you know, that's needed. That's like the shadow that is continues to grow, continues to grow. Then something happens like um, an incident or an event in your life, like that climax where you begin to question. And when you question, that's like the ray of light that comes through a cracked window. And if you can begin to see that light and question and stay with it, there's no turning back. That's the that's the that's the dawning. That's the beginning of the dawn. Just the questioning. You are beginning to wake up. You're beginning to realize that there's another way. There's another way. There's something hidden in this shadow. There's something hidden in this treasure. That's a treasure for me. That I'm going to dive into it. And the reason when we dive into that again, it's a reservoir deeper than we can ever imagine. So when we are connecting with our inherent God-given power. Remember, it's the source. It's much larger than you and I can imagine. So when you tap into that, there's there's limitless expansion. There's no stopping it. So that's why for women listeners, it is so important for them to really tune into that inner voice because it's larger. The impact of that, rather, is much larger than you can imagine. Uh you, you said a lot of things that I definitely, I think <laughs> you said a lot of things that I could touch on. I think what we will do is because, you know, in the, in the future, we're going to be offering an online event. Yeah. We can go into these subjects deeper and talk yeah. about them. Mm -hmm. I think for the sake for today, because would you believe we've been into the conversation 20 minutes, 20 minutes, we have 10 more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I brought something fantastic to share today, other than our beautiful, gorgeous selves. Um, I, uh, I had written a statement back in 2015, a poem uh -huh. about the divine feminine. And I do, I do want to share that today. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I will share it. But one of the things I wanted to do before then is Mina, you, um, you had, you had mentioned that you wanted to offer deeper understanding of the, of the feminine divinity, the history and the blocks. Is there anything else that you want to say about the history and the blocks uh, in today's conversation? Wow, that's a loaded question. Um, I think the history uh, speaks for itself. 
we we don't have to rehash that we've had you know actually the history you know as i was thinking it's a little bit confusing when you think about when you look at india called indian culture it used to be actually a matriarchal society okay somehow then it turned it got confused and it turned into something other than it was supposed to be because when you go to the you know india the the feminine is really worshiped there are feminine goddesses and deities and all of that but you don't necessarily see that in the everyday living of different cultures so you think no the, the women are not respected it's, it's a patriarchal society but that's not how it was somewhere along the line i think the the influence from the rest of the world things got confused and nobody questioned and then you know women started to suffer and that's what women suffered so much enough that's the reason that we're having this conversation because it's such a much needed conversation i mean the blocks are you know uh, there's tremendous tremendous blocks it's your own value your worth and the the ability to know what boundaries are the ability to understand the subtleties the nuances the you know the assaults against your own soul that you tolerate it's just we're going to be tuning into all of that as we continue to talk the subtleties and the nuances and for you to begin to wake up to all of that yeah thank you for saying all that you know the other day i was at the airport and uh i saw you know, I hadn't been at the airport in a while, so it was very interesting uh, experience. But I saw an Indian couple and I saw the woman. I always look at, you know, people watching. I don't know if you do that. I like, do that, yeah. So I saw an Indian couple. So she had her beautiful Indian uh, gown on and just was, you know, had her Indian outfit on. She was looking beautiful. And um, he had a turban on. And he was walking in front of her yeah. and she was walking behind him. And she, you know, he had no luggage whatsoever, but mm -hmm. she was carrying all the luggage for both of them. Wow. Okay, now check it out. Wait a minute. <laughs> I sat there. I was, I was watching, right? And I, I was watching the woman struggle to get the luggages across the street while he is. Oh screaming. my God. I would be so tempted to say something like, excuse me, turn well, around. You know, and I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm sitting in the airport watching them walk across the street. She's struggling to go across the street. And yeah. I, said myself, I said, that would not work for me. <laughs> no. And it's not even, you know, God knows if it's a cultural thing because you don't see that, you know, it's such, there's such a variety of behaviors that you see. It's really, I think we are at the time where we are such identity crisis. We don't know, we don't, we, that's, that's exactly the point of this podcast. We really are really confused. But do you, do you think that the reason why it wouldn't work for me, I want to make the distinction and make the connection. Yeah. We said it early on when we started, and that is the woman first has to honor it in herself. Yeah. She has to have such a high esteem about herself. Yeah. That um that that's where it has to be right so no, exactly yeah that would not work for me either it's just called clearly asking for help clearly asking for your participation yeah or you know or even that there was some sort of an interest but clearly he was just she was carrying the luggage for them both not and, acceptable not happening so that's you know that's why I thought, oh my gosh and so her esteem you know clearly i mean and there's much 
like that. But it just such lack of, you know, there is lack of consciousness on both parts. It's lack of there's identity crisis. There's lack of consciousness. There's just let's just make yeah. peace and keep following the same old, same old. Same old isn't working, people. Yeah. So <laughs> it, you know, it, it, the way that I embodied the divine feminine over the years was again through seeing the contrast of where yeah. I was not being heard, where I was not being honored, where I was not being respected, uh, mainly within the masculine energy within my within my inner circle. So mm -hmm. that's where I was really able to you know see because I would you know get triggered if they didn't if I wasn't respected or honored. I was able to release those triggers. And then I was able to set the new boundaries of how it's going to be, right? And that's exactly, you know, when I talk about the subtleties. And yes. I'm glad you brought that example because even in today's world, highly educated men and yes. women, they fall into the trap. They don't recognize, I would call it subtle abuse. They don't recognize it. Neither party does. And they think it's the norm. It really takes a heightened state of consciousness for you to tune into what you're feeling and saying, huh, something is off there. If something is off there, I got to rethink and, and question this. Yes. And that's where we really have to raise the level of our consciousness so we can see such um, discrepancies, discrepancies and discrimination and the subtleties of behavior. So here's the beautiful thing. Like you said earlier, the work that we do on ourselves because of the work we've done on ourselves, it's already changed the world. So mm -hmm. I want to share with you uh, how I expressed the divine feminine in 2015 of April of 2015. Okay. You're, you're going to love, because this is how I process. This mm -hmm. is why I'm sharing my process with you. And mm -hmm. then I express it in the form of art, creativity, and uh, writing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the way, the way that it starts out, a woman of her word, the divine feminine in all of us. She has come alive. The goddess is alive, calling all women of the word, women of light and honor. When she speaks, the whole world opens up. The resurrection of the feminine Christ is within us all. The divine marriage, the sacred union, the birth of the goddess, she is alive. She has spoken. She is the divine mother. She is in you. She is of honor. She honors her agreements. She is true to her word. Every person alive wants to trust in the feminine, like we did when we were children. When our mother spoke, we believed what she said. We thought that our parents were God. We trusted them, just like Christ said, the innocence of a child, trusting in the spoken word of the one, a woman of her word. She has released the decades of sadness of not being able to feed the children. She has released the powerlessness that she has felt in not being heard, not being supported, and not being honored, not being honored and equal to men. She has compassion for herself as she experienced her own dishonor and not being true to her word. She has forgiven herself for letting herself down, for sabotaging herself just when the miracle was about to happen, for not listening to her heart, for not taking better care of herself, for dimming her light in fear she would, she would be ridiculed or not accepted by others. She has compassion for all the places within that still need to heal. She has forgiven herself 
for giving her power away. Time and time and time again, she made a vow from the Christ power within her, from every single cell of her being, that she will never, ever, under any circumstance or event, give her power away to another. She released the cell memory of losing her life for speaking her truth. She has released the cell memory of the shame that came with the story of Adam and Eve. She vowed to be true to her divine nature, to stand in her truth no matter what. She claimed her voice back. She claimed her birthright as a sovereign being. She has claimed back her full authority. She knows herself as the universal feminine goddess in equality. She is all powerful, nurturing at the same time. She is in her center, receptive and open, honoring her word and standing strong in her integrity. She has died many deaths, many times and time and time again, only to rise up again and speak. She is calling on you too, to be true to your word, to honor yourself when you speak. She has been in training, embodying for a long time to purify, to honor, to give birth to the new world in thought, action, and being. Oh my God, Cornelia. I have goosebumps and I, if you're listening to this, pause, copy it somewhere. This is, this is something to be listened to again and again and again. So we get it. We get the cellular memory of what Cornelia just said. That's exactly what the task is. That's exactly what we are up against. All the past, the history, the trauma. That's exactly what's staring us in the face. And we are asked to rise above it. And that's not easy task. But we begin where we are. We begin as we are. My gosh. Wonderful. We're, we're oh going my to, gosh. It's so sacred. It's so, that's why. And I'm doing this together with you, this podcast. Oh, my I'm, gosh. That's just awesome. amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Awesome, Nina. Thank you so much for today. We're gonna Thank see, you. We're going to see you all again next time. And uh, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Take care. Thank you. Thank you, everyone.